Hello and welcome to the Motivations Podcast, where she shares God's success stories and give faith action steps to push you toward your purpose in the areas of life where you've been stagnant. We show the before and after parts of the purpose journey that may fail to be seen in the social media world. Our guests share their experiences of overcoming challenges, struggles, fear, and lack of faith, while also sharing their consistency, determination, perseverance, and drive moving forward. Hi, welcome to the Motivations Podcast with me, Coach Mona. I am super excited for this word that I am going to give. It's five words um, that I received from a message from Bishop T.D. Jakes, and I wanted to share this word with you. So it's five words, and, and his title was, You Are the Man. My title is, um, for this podcast, for the same message, is Picked On because you're picked out picked on because you're picked out and if someone can type uh those who are watching live it can type in these five words as i go through them and he goes on he's talking about the story of uh joseph and joseph's situations with his brother how he went from being his father's favorite and receiving the coat of many colors right from his father um to his brother's placing him in a pit because of jealousy. You know that Joseph told him about his dream, how they would serve him and bow down to him. And his brothers were, you know, upset about it. They didn't like him. And they really, they wanted to kill Joseph. They, they're like, let's kill this dreamer. But one of the brothers, I believe it was Reuben, said, no, we can't kill him. Let's just put him in the pit. So they put him in the pit instead of taking his life. Um, and so as Joseph was in the pit, Someone came by, I believe Egyptians, and he was sold into slavery. So his brothers hated him. They despised him. So they got rid of him, basically. They got rid of Joseph. So he went from the pit into Potiphar's house. And we know while he was in Potiphar's house, he was ruling over Potiphar's house. God has always put him in a place where he just ended up running the place, right? He just had that type of spirit and leadership and character about himself and in the favor of God. So he was running Potiphar's house. That was fine until Potiphar's wife made an advance at him. So Potiphar's wife tried to sleep with him. And as Joseph was like, no, woman, I can't sleep with you. I, I'm here to serve my, my master, which is your husband, and do what he's called for me to do in this house. So Joseph rejected her and he ran from her to get away. And she kept the coat. Remember the coat of many colors that his father gave him. He was his father's favorite. And she kept the coat and she lied on Joseph and said, oh, Joseph tried to come at me. Um, Here's his coat. He got away, but I grabbed the coat. So that got him kicked out of Potiphar's house and placed in to jail. Right. So he went from the pit to running Potiphar's house to now he's in jail. He's in jail and he's running it in the jail. So he's still operating in that same leadership uh, type of position and spirit and mannerism that, that he has. It's just in him. God just gifted him with that. And while he's in uh, the jail, he began, he was interpreting dreams and all of that. And it came a point where the king had a dream. 
Oh, Pharaoh had a dream and he needed it interpreted. And the butler who also worked for the for, for Pharaoh also worked in the jail. So the butler remembered Joseph because he had also served in the jail. He remembered Joseph and he told about Joseph. And so in that, Joseph ends up out of the jail and now he's working in uh, Pharaoh's house. He's such a, a man of uh, leadership and gifted in what he does that Pharaoh now chooses him to be over all of Egypt. Okay, so look at the steps that Joseph made. Now, remember, God gave him a dream um, when he was with his father in his father's house. He gave him a dream of where he would be. Look at the steps that God took him through to get to where he had had showed him. So God gave him the vision and he gave him the vision, but he didn't give him the steps that it would take to get to the vision. So even though he had the vision before him, he had to go through all the different maneuverings and mishaps to get to the vision. Okay, so the vision is always ahead of you. The vision is always ahead of you. God gives us the vision, but he doesn't give us the in-between steps to get us to the vision. And to get to the vision, our first word um, is mission. Someone type that in. Is mission. And so we are always going to be on a mission. Our goal is to be on a mission. Remember the Blues Brothers? They said what? I'm on a mission from God. Our goal is to make sure we are on our mission that God has ordained and assigned for our life. So Joseph has the vision and now he begins this mission. The mission started where? In the pit. It started in the pit. And so even though God will show us some things and people will speak to us some things that God has shown them for our life. And God always confirms his word, even though he will use people to speak a word to us. He confirms those things. You feel, uh, you feel that um, that word is for you. God shows you some things, the vision, but He doesn't always show you the mission that it will take. And so, the mission is what's going to bring you to the vision. And so, I'm so adamant. God gave me this word on write the vision, make it plain with my first journal in 2014, and that has been my message. And I have seen God. I have seen God work through someone just writing their vision. So I'm telling you, parents, youth leaders, church pastors, download that goal sheet and give it to your youth and your young adults, college kids, have them write it out. And so the mission is always going to get you to your vision. So your vision lets you know, these are the steps I need to take. But even though we may begin to make the proper stakes, uh, steps to get to the vision there will be pitfalls during that mission everything is not going to go the way we think it should go or the way we may want it to go so know that so joseph ended up in the pit after receiving the vision the pit was part of his mission part of his wife coming on to him to get him kicked out of potiphar's house into the jail that was part of the mission Okay, so don't get discouraged when you're what you're doing and and what you have planned and what you're trying to strive to do doesn't run smoothly. We all have bumps. The bumps in the road are necessary, 
Because as we go through the different bumps in the road and the mishaps and the pitfall, pitfalls, God is what? Building character. He's shaping and molding us because God has got to get something in us um, so that when he gets it in us, it will flow out of us. Okay. So the first word is mission. So God is always looking to position you for the mission of the vision. Number two, write the second word down if you can. Maneuver. Joseph was maneuvered, as I said, from the pit to Potiphar's house. He was maneuvered into then what? The palace. So he was maneuvered each and every time until he got into his destination. The destination is the vision. We will be going through multiple destinations until we get to the ultimate vision, which is what? Our, our, our eternal life. But while we're here on earth, God has us maneuvering through this world, through this earth ramp, wherever he has us stationed. And guess what? Some of our maneuvering, it might have not been in God's plan and we might have maneuvered off track and did what we wanted to do. But don't you know, God, he will bring it back around and get you and maneuver you in alignment with where you're supposed to be. And so, yes, I did some things and I was out of the will of God for a time. But then I heard the Lord. He quickened my spirit. January 1999. He's like, Mona, you have three sons. You are a single mother. You have to give your life to God because you have to show them the way. Okay, so he maneuvered me where I was serious about serving him. And so we all are maneuvering through life. But your maneuvering is what's going to get you to that vision. So as we're maneuvering, things are happening. Things are shifting, right? Remember, Joseph started in the pit, but he what? Maneuvered. God maneuvered him so and he ended up where? In the palace. So know that the maneuvering is the shift and the shiftings and the happenings that we have to go through in this life. Number three, write number three down for me. Number three is management. Management. Every place that Joseph was placed, he managed himself with an excellent spirit. He had favor on his life. He kept humility. He kept his character. You never hear Joseph complaining. He didn't complain in the pit. He didn't complain in the jail. And God elevated him to the palace. So we have to be able to manage whatever God blesses us with. First of all, we have to manage ourselves. We have to have a spirit of excellence. We have to work on that daily, day in and day out. We have to mature and grow up. We can't stay babes. We can't stay uh, um, in our comfort zones. We have to grow and manage and mature and have character and become better. This is our daily life. We have to do this. And so as we're managing ourselves first, God needs us to manage ourselves first. And then as we manage ourselves in the right way, as we manage our relationship with God in the right way, then after that, every other relationship, it will flow. 
Every relationship you have, because you can manage yourself, you can manage your emotions, you can manage and operate in the right spirit, you can manage and operate in the right character, even when you're not doing being done right, you will still operate in integrity and in righteousness. Why? Because you represent God the most high. He lives in us, He His Holy Spirit, and so we're able to manage ourselves in the right way if we just yield to the spirit of God that's already in us. God is in us. So anything that God is asking us to do, any area in our life that God is asking us to manage, we can manage it. We are without excuse because we have God's spirit and we have his word and we can do it. We have to what? Yield to it. Paul says what? He says, I buffet my body and I make it come into subjection to the will of God. Buffet means I beat it into subjection. That means it's going to hurt. It's not going to feel good. But you have to do what God has called for you to do. And I have to as well. It doesn't feel good at the time. But you know that it's in the will of God. That we die to this selfish nature. That we die to the fleshly areas in our life. Read Galatians chapter 5. Beginning at verse 19. If you need to know. Well Mona how do I know if I'm operating in the works of the flesh? Read those and you will know. And keep reading on down till you get to the fruit of the Spirit. So you have the works of the flesh, which is the areas we need to overcome and conquer every day of our life. And then you have the fruit of the Spirit. That's the character of God. That is the Spirit that we want to operate in. We want to operate in love. We want to operate in joy. We want to operate in peace. All of those nine fruit of the Spirit. Notice, works of the flesh works is plural but fruit of the spirit is singular so all nine is the character of God that we have abiding within us but God has to work in us and work through these layers of flesh and sin to get that fruit of the spirit out of us okay and so management number three So we have to grow and mature and be able to handle ourselves in a way that we represent God and that he can use us and that he can elevate us and get us to the vision. And so this is the type of spirit that Joseph had. He had this type of spirit. He was able to manage himself well. He had an excellent spirit, good godly character. And I know he was a humble man from the things he went through. You never heard Joseph complain. Number four, we only have five words. Number four, write this one down, type this in. Mediation. Mediation. Now remember Joseph's brothers, they they wanted to kill him, but the one brother said, oh no, we can't kill him. So they put him in the pit. And now Joseph is running the palace. He's running all of Egypt. He's, he's the governor, so to speak. Um, he's running all of Egypt. Now, mind you, Joseph was a dreamer. He had a dream and he told Pharaoh his dream of how to store up because a famine was going to hit. So now the famine has hit where Joseph's brothers live. And the famine has hit. But remember, Joseph had a dream and he um, told Pharaoh, we need to store up this amount of, uh, of food and everything that will hold us for these many years. So they're good. They have plenty because of Joseph's wisdom. And his dream uh, that God gave him and his wisdom of how to uh, manage, right? So now Joseph's family, his father and his brothers, they are, they are in, in, in a drought. Where they live, famine has arose. So they're hit by the famine. 
So now they hear that over in Egypt, there's plenty in Egypt. So Joseph's brothers go to Egypt to get food. Okay. So Joseph notices his brothers. Joseph has been positioned so that they do not even recognize Joseph. They don't even know it's him. So they're talking to him. And so Joseph talks to them and they're telling them their situation. They need food. Um, And they don't even recognize Joseph. Go back and read the story. They don't recognize Joseph, right? But Joseph recognizes them. And so Joseph eventually ends up revealing to the brothers who he is and and reconciling back that relationship. And so when T.D. Jakes talked about the mediation, he talked about, uh, first of all, that Joseph came from um, where his brothers lived. And so he was now the mediator between his his family and them being their needs being met now over in Egypt. He's that in-between person to get them what they need. Just as Jesus Christ is the mediator for us to God the Father. He mediates on our behalf, right? So when God, when we pray, we pray to God, but Jesus is our mediator. He, he takes those prayers to God. When God sees us, he sees what? He sees his son in us, right? Because God can't deal with the sinful man. And so that is why God imparted his spirit in us so that we can relate to God and to Jesus Christ. But Jesus is the mediator. He's the middle person for it. He's that bridge from us to God. So Joseph was the bridge from his, for his brothers to access to Egypt. And so if you read the story, Joseph ends up moving his family, his father, over in, in a piece of land by him in Egypt. Okay? He was the mediator. And so God uses us from where we come from to where we're going. Because he wants us to represent those who we're familiar with. He wants us to go back and grab our families and help them. He wants us to go back into our communities and, and help them. Right? He positions us to help someone else. So that's where the mediation. We, we If I've never... Uh, went through lack and now um, I've and I've always been rich I can't help I can't help the poor I can't minister to them in a way that I will be effective as um, you know because I've never went through it so God allows us to go through some things because he's going to use that remember the maneuverings he, he's going to use all of the happenings in our life to get us to a place where we will be the mediator that in-between person that connects someone else to what they need in this life. And the last one, number five, manifestation. Manifestation. Joseph has now helped his family to receive what they need, to give them land and to live near him. He's reconciled back to his family. He's seen that vision is being manifested right before his very eyes he made it to his last destination that god has showed him in the vision his brothers did bow down to him didn't they they ended up needing him to feed them to keep them alive and just think he's able to keep them alive yet they wanted to kill him come on jesus and so always know that you are picked on because you're picked out. God picked you out. He has a plan. If you have not 
wrote your vision, wrote your goals, wrote your plan. I'm I'm begging you to do it. You can use the gold sheet that I have here too. I wrote mine out yesterday. I sure did. I'm like, I'm using it too. Let me show you. So, sorry podcasters, you can't see this, but I'm like, so yeah, print it up. It may look reversed. Print it up. Podcasters, I'm going to add the link in my, um, in the description so you can download it as well. And so, print this up, write the vision, make it plain, and know that you are picked on because God has picked you out. He's picked you out. So let me go through our five words again. Mission, maneuvered, management, mediation, and manifestation. So this is this week's uh, Motivations Podcast with me, Coach Mona. I pray that you have received this word. Share this word out. Comment. Inbox me if you're um, listening on the podcast. This is a word that someone else needs to hear. So share this out. Sharing is caring. And we will talk to you on next week. Toodles.